0: I was in my cell and I'm laying in my bunk and I hear chick 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 What is this? What is this? The sound is coming from my locker. So I get up. I hear a chick chick chick. I open my, my locker. Hi. I'm Larry Lawton, America's biggest jewel thief. Join me as I walk you through my past robberies, how I planned them, executed them, and ultimately got caught. I'm going to show you how we did things in prison, like making a tattoo gun, making wine, making white lightning. It's going to be very educational. These are the Untold Stories. Hey everybody, Larry Lawton here for another edition of the Untold Stories. This is going to be a good one. Before I get started, I just want you to check out my merch. Check out all the stuff in the links below. We try to get enough in there to help everybody out. Thanks for whoever's signing up for the... uh, the membership program whether it's on patreon or here i really appreciate it so let me get right into this uh this video this video on the untold stories is about rats and i'm not talking about the humankind i am talking about the actual rat it's so crazy because i'm in new york right now actually taping this video i ended up having to do a show i did the australian today show and i wanted a uh, I come to New York. I was at Kennedy Airport near that airport, and I took a hotel. And when I was outside of the hotel, what did I see? I saw a rat, and I mean a rat right about that big. Not wasn't really big, but had the tail. You know, typical rat. It wasn't a mouse. It was a rat. So I saw him, and it just brought back a lot of memories. And so all these memories were flooding back into me because I'm going into a hotel room, not my house. And I saw a gap under the door of the hotel room. I'm not talking about major gap, like, you know, like wasn't that much, but it was a gap that whatever it was, that high. And you could see the light coming in. And I said, oh, man, I got to stop that. What happens if the rat gets in my cell? And you wonder why is a person worried about as a rat getting a cell? When I was in USP Atlanta, we used to have a lot, a rodent problem. When I say a rodent problem, rats freak me out. So here I am in the cell. I'm in the hole in Atlanta, and one day we hear screaming. Ah, this guy's screaming, this guy's screaming. So we all jump up to the to the window. We look out, and what do we see? We see a rat with its tail on fire go from one cell into the pipe chase. What's a pipe chase? It They have two cells, one cell here, one cell here. In between it, they have what they call a pipe chase. That pipe chase is where they control the water, the flow, the suction. everything to do with those two toilets in that cell, one in that cell, one in that cell is run by what's in what they call the pipe chase. It's where they keep all the you know that's where all the piping is go stuff like that. Well we see this rat come out of a cell because the guy was screaming, we hear saw a rat come out of a cell goes into cell and goes into a pipe chase and we're like, what the fuck what, what, what happened? you know we didn't know what happened. So this is in the hole, in the holdover in Atlanta. So you're behind the glass. That's what they call in Atlanta. When you're, a, uh, I guess I could call myself a dangerous inmate or a person who wasn't trusted, what they call the black box, people on the black box. They put you behind the glass. Usually it's always people with like higher security levels like me. And I was going through Atlanta at the time and transferring like I did. It's one of the hubs. And I'm in behind the glass so you don't ever get out of there You might get out of there for an hour a day in that area just where I'm talking about where we saw The rat go under the thing in the fire So the next day we all get out a bunch of us get out and we ask the guy what happened? What happened? and what happened was he was laying on his bunk and He opened his eyes and it was a rat right next to his face He hit the rat he knocked the rat into a garbage pail. You know, he had the, the little brown garbage pails, metal steel garbage pails. And at that time, you could smoke, and you had lighter, uh, matches and cigarettes. And he lit the garbage can on fire in his cell, and he the rat jumped out of the garbage can, ran out of the cell, and went in the chat. Said, That's what we saw. He went out into the pipe chase. We are a laugh and we're all talking to laugh. The guy ends up getting what they call a shot, which is a prison infraction for lighting his cell on fire. Here a rat was inches from his face. He knocks the rat off into the garbage pail. The rat gets on fire, goes, throws, runs it, and he gets in trouble for lighting his cell. He didn't. There was no fire in his cell, obviously, put it out. I was in my cell and I'm laying in my bunk and I hear chuck, 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 chuck. what is this? What is this? The sound is coming from my locker. So I get up, I hear the chick, 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 chick. I open my, my locker. It's silent, totally silent. I look around, I close it again. I go to bed. I lay, I'm laying in bed. What do I hear? chick, chick, And I'm like, what is this thing? I know it's a it's something with paper crunching, and I'm like, what is this? So I get up. I open the lock and a rat jumps out on my chest. Ah, I'm screaming. And this rat goes uh, crazy and, and runs out of the cell and that's it. A rat was in my locker chewing on the Ramu noodle soups that were in the back. They would eat the food that's in your locker. While I was in Atlanta, USP Atlanta, you would get and you'd look at your door. Sometimes, you know, you start going crazy. So you literally stand at your door And look at another wall. Or you look at the, like across the hall, you could see cells. There'd be a cell door, cell door, pipe chase, cell door, pipe chase, cell door. And it goes down the whole hall. And it's on this side. Each cell. And they're a little bit catty cornered to each other. I'm dead not right across from the cell in front of me. I'm like just on a little of an angle and a little of an angle, another cell. And that's the way it goes opposite the hallways, down the hallway. So sometimes you start going crazy. You know, you're in your cell, you're in the hole, and you really don't know what to do with yourself. So what do you do? You literally will get at the door and watch the guards maybe make a round or watch the orderlies, whenever the orderlies were out. Orderlies are inmates who control the cleaning and the the picking up of trays and all the garbage that goes on in prison outside you don't think the guards are doing that mopping and cleaning no that's inmates that do that that's why i'll get into this later i think epstein was killed but i'll go into that later so i used to stand at that door sometimes just looking out and you think well, what are you looking at you're looking at a freaking wall right across from you You're looking at a wall it's so weird now that i think about it it's weird but that's what i did Well, i used to see occasionally you'd see the rats would go up the hallway this is in prison and they would go into a person's cell and you'd see them then you'd be watching and they would come out of the cell and they'd go maybe go to the pipe chase maybe not go to the next cell and they're looking for food they're looking for inmates who were pigs who left food on the floor which i told you earlier You, you listen my floor was so clean you'll have people who go crazy in prison And will literally, literally wax a concrete floor. Make it so you can eat off it. The floor, that was their thing. That's how they got by. They went crazy in their own way. But they totally concentrated on clean floor. Just what they did. So here we are. I'm in Atlanta. And I used to watch the rats. So what happened to me at JFK Airport? I'm at JFK yesterday. And sure enough... I see a rat outside the hotel and not in the hotel outside the hotel, but I see this rat and I'm like, this is weird, man. I mean, it just all of these memories come back about rodents and prison. It's breaking me up now. I'm just thinking all about all these rats. So what do I do? Look at the picture right here. I put the cover that you get, you know, when you go to a hotel and I'm not no expensive hotels here. I'm talking about quality in days in, that's where I stay. And I'm in the hotel and they're on your bed, they have like a cover or whatever it is. I take the cover off and I stuff it under the door because that's what you used to do in prison. Sometimes you would take your jumpsuit. You get the orange jumpsuit you heard about. You would take that jumpsuit and you would roll it up tight and make it into a, like, a, like a, a rolled up, I don't know, like a towel and you would put it in the door so the rats couldn't get into your cell. That's just what you did. I mean, that's what prison is all about. You know, you do what you have to do to survive. And listen, you don't want rats in your cell. What I used to do sometimes, I got so crazy in the hole, is I tried to make a rat a pet. I tried to literally get a pet, catch this rat. I knew this rat would come into my cell every night because rats go up and down the hallway. Literally, you could see them. So I said, how am I going to catch this rat? What do I do? I take a garbage can you know to steel round garbage can that big you know round that deep you know it's pretty deep you know two foot whatever it is so i said i'm gonna catch this rat i took two pencils i got the pencils i got two pencils off of uh doing legal work i was able to get pencils from the guards better than the pencils they used to give us like the little golf course pencils i got actual pencils so, I ended up having these two long pencils, and I cut them off, or I didn't even have to cut them off. You know the top where the eraser goes on on a pencil? I took that off because it's flat on the top, and I took the other one off. I have two pencils, sharp points, and I have the flat ends. I cut notches in the flat ends on both pencils. Made it nice, easy. So, then I took a, a piece of a sheet. The sheet, you know, you get, you rip it, zzz, You rip it all down and you got a little sheet that wide you take it and that's a long rope so i made a long rope and i set up the garbage pail near the door where i know the rats come into my cell and i put the i crisscrossed the pencils like this and the garbage pail was upside down but like this so i had two pencils crossed like this and the garbage cans this way and i had food under here And i had the bottom of the pencil tied to a little rope that all went right to my bed my theory was when i saw a rat go in there i was going to pull the pencil out then slide a piece of cardboard over turn over the over the garbage pail and i would have my own rat in that pail i wasn't going to take the cover off i would get that rat and then start trying to figure out ways so it couldn't get out of the cell but i wanted to get this rat in the garbage pail. As my pet. That's what I was thinking of doing. So every night I would lay. Now they have bunk beds in there. In the hole as well. Even though there might be one person in there. There will be two bunks always in the cells. Except certain cells. So I'm laying on my bunk. I set this up. And sure enough you know I'm waiting for this rat to come. And when the rat comes. I will pull out the, the pencil. The garbage can would drop. I'd catch me a rat. Simple as that. Sure enough, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I fall asleep. The frickin' rat comes and takes the food when I fell asleep. I said, this is crazy. I have a rat, they actually know when I went to sleep. The next night, the same thing. I said, I can't believe this. I'm going to sleep, literally falling asleep, and sure enough, the rat was taking my food when I fell asleep. I have no idea how this rat's Knew that I went to sleep, but it's so crazy. You know, you think about bugs and rats in prison. I was in it. I was in Miami Dade County Jail. Miami Dade County Jail. I got arrested off the cruise ship, and I'm in the county jail for fighting. Had a lot of rough times in this jail, and sure enough, I'm in the jail. And they ha- I was on the top bunk, and they had a pipe that went across my bed. Okay. So I'm laying there one night and he, I'm like, I open my eyes and there's a rat on the pipe above my bed and its tail was hanging over the pipe. And I just sit still. I said, Please, please let it go, let it go. Don't fall on me, don't fall. You know, here's this big burly guy. I'm scared shit. I don't want to deal with these rats. You know, and I oh man, just go, go buy me, go buy me. Sure enough, the rat leaves me and goes to wherever it goes. And what do I do the next night? I take a t-shirt and I put a t-shirt over at the end over here and another t-shirt over here are the two ends where I slept so the rats wouldn't friggin' go over that thing. I used to get so paranoid, not paranoid with rats, but rats were everywhere. You would think they would stop. And in Atlanta, it was so bad they had cats. Literally, the prison had cats because the rats were everywhere. I told you, we had a rat in the kitchen. We used to call him Big Ben. Big Ben was this big. Could get on its paws, hind legs, and actually put its two front feet, if you want to call whatever they call rat boars, on a chair its tail had to be that thick i will never forget big ben big ben was so known in atlanta see in atlanta they had the old kitchen and in the old kitchen before they tore it down tore everything down i worked in the kitchen most people worked in the kitchen big ben you didn't want to mess with big ben It was unbelievable big ben and you couldn't do anything about it. it you just couldn't and big ben was no joke Big Ben, I used to try to scare him. i big Ben wouldn't move. Literally wouldn't move. This is how bad this cat, uh, this rat was. It was called Big Ben. We also had, you know, it's so crazy in prison when you think about all the stuff I'm talking about. We had, uh, the cockroaches were so bad in some prisons that you used to have to put toilet paper in your ear Because cockroaches would go in your ear and get in your ear canal and actually in your brain or whatever. I don't know how far they get in there or what they do. And they mess you up. That is common. So the rats would be that bad. It was just all rodents, rats, roaches. We used to get mice. Mice, the little ones, you know, listen, you see them. You used to see them in the kitchen. You'd see them in the kitchen. You'd see them in the uh, yard. And... Rats are the ones that you're worried about because rats more than anything carry the 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 uh uh diseases more than anything and you'd see so many and you'd think you know we used to joke when we're, person we had we had this one guy Billy he was crazy he we used to call him the bird man he was one of those guys who would get birds know all about the birds he'd feed the birds he'd get pigeons and try to fix a pigeon one time we're on the yard and some Cuban guys got a bird and they were going to eat it. They literally cooked it and and, and killed it. And they were going to eat the bird, cook it and stuff. And it's just what they did. I mean, it's like, you know, of course, if they got caught doing that, they were going to the hole or they were going to get in trouble in some way or another. But they would find animals. When I was up in School Kill, Pennsylvania, they had... uh, You're out in the woods and stuff. And sometimes you... I don't know how... It was so funny when a rabbit or something would get on the yard and you wonder how they can get on that yard because you got all these wired fences all around electric fences but they would get on the yard you'd sometimes see in between the two fences see in in all the prisons you had double wired fence that means you'd have one fence another fence and you'd have wires going between it you know the, the 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 wire and sure enough all that wire You'd think, how can anything get over it? Because they don't want humans getting out. They don't want anything getting in. You'd think, okay, maybe they got in. How I used to sit and walk the yard and wonder, how did this animal get in this yard? Every single prison I was in, good prisons, new prisons, old prisons, every one of them always had a rodent problem. Now... When you go in the kitchen and you work in those places and you wonder, you'd see rodent droppings. They don't get inspections like some food service place on the outside. You read in your newspaper, oh, this this restaurant got shot, shut down because it had rodent droppings, or this restaurant got shut down because they it, it saw uh, uh, hairs or actually a live rodent or even dead rodents. You know, people try to kill the rodents. They're common in restaurants. You think they're going to shut down a prison? They didn't have federal inspectors coming into that prison saying, oh, the food is healthy, the food is stuff. We dealt with all the the rodent problems in all of the prisons is just something because they buy in bulk. They buy the crappiest crap in bulk. When I was in Atlanta, we were eating desert storm meat. Now, if anybody remembers, we had the Iraq War in 2002, I think it was. This is in, I mean, 1992, we had the Iraq war. Here it is, 1997 and 1998, and I'm eating Desert Storm meat. I quit eating meat because I ate into this garbage meat and and chipped a tooth. It It was unbelievable. I never in my life ate something so disgusting in my life. And that's just what you had to do. So what do you think is going to happen when you keep meat? I don't care where you think you're refrigerating it. When you open it up, you move boxes, you take it out, you put it in. In the commissary. Okay, they have a commissary where all the inmates buy their stuff. They make out a commissary list. In prison, you don't go shopping. It's not like a store. What happens is you get a commissary little slip. They deliver them around. It might be on a Monday night. Let's say your number, my number was five two two Let's say in that prison they were doing all even numbers, which is the four, not the 004, my five two Let's say they were doing all the even numbers on Thursdays. That's commissary day. Well, on a Friday we would do all the odd numbers and that would be commissary day for those. So you had to get your commissary list in. So what do you do? You get the list on a Monday, You figure out I need Colgate, I need Ramu noodle soups, I need uh, tunas. I used to eat tuna, uh, peanut butter, because I tried to get as much protein in me when I was working out and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, this is the way to do it. We had no clue what we were doing. We tried everything in the book, but you're trying to do everything as healthy as you can to try to survive the zoo that you're living in. So... A buddy of mine works in the commissary. Now we're in, this is in Edgefield, South Carolina, works in a commissary. He says, Larry, look, they gave us all these chips. Like, what do you mean they gave me them? Yeah, they found rat droppings in, in, in the thing and some bags were ripped open, so we got to keep them. You want to keep that food? Listen, I did it then. And I mean, I, I look back at that now and I think, if you told me, oh, there's all these potato chips. And there was some rat droppings in there. And they might have nibbled on. Would you eat it? I did. I literally ate that crap. And I think back all the rodents I'd dealt with. All the cockroaches in your ear. I used to lay on my bunk. And when I had a person who's you'd literally see roaches walk you know, across the top of your bunk. I used to get the bottom bunk. I was a, what they call an OG, old guy and, and original gangster. I was an old dude. So I used to come into the cell and I used to get the bottom, bottom bunk. I'd be laying on that bottom bunk and you'd be just laying up, you open your eyes and you see the cockroaches going across the top. And I'm not talking about being dirty. I am not a dirty man, I never was a dirty man. Whenever I went into a cell, Larry went into a cell and I'll never forget this. I used to ask for, because you can do this, you could ask for deodorant or cleaner to clean the cell and a mop. They'll give it to you. I used to be on my hands and knees, mopping, the, you know, totally sweeping. And then I would literally take an old T-shirt or something. They, I'd tell them, give me. I'd wet it with soap and I would literally wash a concrete floor on my hands and knees whenever I sell. See, in prison, in the hole, every two weeks, you got to rotate cells. They do that in case you were starting some kind of getting too comfortable. You were trying to make a hole in the wall. You were trying to do something. We used to do so many things in in the hole in prison, but they'd still rotate you. So every two weeks, they'd say to you, Lawton, pack up! And you'd have to take whatever bullshit you own. And all you used to do is you used to put everything on your bed. Again, what do you own? the stupid underwear that you wear, the socks that you wear they give you, the toothbrush you have, whatever little stuff, the books that you want was the most important thing. And I was a reader, so I used to read, a fanatic reader, so I'd want the books that I went. And you take it, you actually take your sheet, you put it on your bed, you take your sheet and you tie one thing, tie another wing, and then now you're ready to change cells. So you had to now change cells with whoever it was. You know, Lawton, you're moving. They don't even tell you where you're moving. Now you're moving down a few cells. You know you didn't get out of the hole. So I might be in cell, I'm just saying 628. They're going to send me to cell 633 or whatever it is, another cell down a tier or wherever it is. And it was like a big deal. So they'd say, pack up. I'll be back in 10 minutes. You put all your stuff, put it up, turn it, legal work. You always had legal work. Whatever commissary you were allowed to buy, You had to put it there as well. So, here you do you take it, you get all your stuff together, you put it in there, and you literally handcuffed. They would actually, at this point, they would let you handcuff it. Uh, Some of them didn't. You'd actually have to carry it from behind with your hand to the next cell you're going. And you'd get into your cell. My first routine was hey, man, give me some cleaning shit. They would. They'd put a mop in there, they'd put bleach in there. They put whatever, like a a sponge. I used to be on my hands and knees, literally cleaning and mopping, because I was clean. And I didn't want the rodents and the rats, so I used to have my own routine to keep the rodents out. By putting a jump seat under the door, I was trying to prevent rats from getting into the cell. Rats would actually come up through the pipe chases in the toilet. You have a toilet that's suctioned. So it's sitting in there and it just goes, it sucks things down. It, 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 listen to me. I literally cut up a mattress with the little razor blades. I told you we used to cut, make the razor blades and how we did it. So I would get the razor blades and I literally cut up a whole mattress and flushed a mattress down the drain of a prison in the hole. Cause it's such a suction. And you could feed it in there. You could literally feed that in there, because I didn't want any dirt or scum. How do I know if there wasn't rats or rodents in that mattress? Because the mattress wasn't this great thing. The mattress was these like these uh, plastic things. It wasn't like it was some uh, uh, big Vic mattress you get from you know like uh, what tempur mattress or Simon mattress. No, it was a piece of plastic with this, about that thick of foam in, in between it, and it was like a, a mattress. I needed room to work out, whether I was doing my burpees, I was whatever I was doing in that hole, I had to work on that hole. That was what I did. But getting back to the rats, I did everything I can to make sure there were no rats in myself. And you, know, you I look back at that now. When I saw that rat at the hotel, and I'm in New York City, everybody, New York City has rats. So when I saw the rat here, this trip, it just brought so many memories back about rats. It just drove me crazy thinking, and I can't get it out of my head to this minute, but it is what it is. Listen, I'm going to close on this. I just want to let you all know, thanks for everything you're doing with the membership program, with the Patreon. Listen to me. I am planning a series. It's called uh, Prison Cooking, with Larry Law and a special guest. I'm going to have some people from my book, some NFL players. Uh, I just, tonight, I was talking to a young kid, a nephew of mine. I call him a little Connor. Connor is going to come on uh, my show. He's 23. And I'm going to make a prison meal. They're going to eat whatever I ate. And I prepared what you guys are going to watch me do the first half of it. And then I'm they're going to come to the door and I'm going to, tell stories about that meal, what happened, did someone get killed during meals, how we cooked things, the parties we had in prison. It is gonna be a killer series. Trust me when I tell you that. You guys are gonna love this series. I am working so hard on it. Thank you everybody for whatever you're doing. Thank you for the support with the membership or the Patreon or the GTA stuff we're doing. We're gonna keep doing. I'm gonna do another collaboration I'm doing all that kind of stuff because the support you guys have been giving me has been great I'm telling you it means more to me than you can imagine uh, it's helping me get my team and my editor and everybody together so we can make the best videos we can and even when I'm traveling I'm gonna be making videos like I am right now so we're not stopping so thank you very much for your support remember you can go to Instagram and check out all my pictures uh, my son runs Instagram and he's, he's working that with pictures and throwing up pictures from what I sent to him when he was a, when I was away and my son used to get the pictures. I'm so blessed to have all the, the material I do have. I'm going to be even reading and summarizing some letters I'm gonna call that prison letters that I get from people inside to this day. Some powerful stuff blow you away. And I'm thinking of how to do that. So the prison series is coming, I'm going to be filming my first prison series in about a week and a half, the first show, and we're doing it with a few cameras, it's going to be so cool, I'm telling you I'm excited, haven't been this excited about a series or doing something like this, it's going to be cool. Keep supporting us, please keep passing the word, we're going to keep coming with more jewelry robbery stories, more movie reviews, more prison cooking shows, all of this stuff is not stopping. You got me. You asked for it, you're getting it. Listen, I love everybody, I really do. Thanks, keep the comments flowing. Keep passing the word. Much love and respect to everyone. Please make good choices. Don't end up where I had Listen, it's not worth it. Don't think for one second what I did it was worth it to be a, a guy on YouTube. Trust me, I wish I never had to lose my children and everything else. Make good choices, really, everybody. Make good choices, live your life, have fun. I'll never say not to. And I'll see you next time right here on Larry Lawton Jewel D.